0: Yours, P3. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new segment of Yours, P3, that we shall call Dear Ben Pal. In today's episode, we'll listen to stories from a very special guest. Here with me is Mr. Roshan Dhandewala. A very warm welcome to you. Mr. Dhandewala, how would you like to be introduced?
1: Uh, Pratna, first of all. I am glad to be on your show and I want to thank you for considering to invite me. I am humbled by such sweet gesture and I want to uh, congratulate you, appreciate you for all the efforts that you are doing. I am too small to have any introduction, but I have always been impressed with how Paul would introduce himself. You know, Paul would talk about his name, identity, purpose in just one sentence, you know, and to the Romans he writes, I, Paul, born servant of Christ Jesus called as an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. And borrowing his line, I would edit something and I would say, I, Roshan Kumar Dandewala, friend and servant of Lord, saved from darkness and brought into relationship with Him to accomplish His will. I think that is how you can say I would like to be uh, introduced.
0: That was indeed beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. So, today's episode is named, Move the Mountains derived from Matthew 17, verse 20. How significant has this Bible verse been in your life?
1: Two people become friends when they see the same truth, believe the same truth, share and live the same truth. When God called Abraham, he knew one thing about Abraham. Abraham saw the truth in God, Abraham believed the truth of God, and Abraham also lived and walked the truth with God. When he did that, God called Abraham his friend. He walked out in faith, trusting God, because for him, God was the standard of truth, and when he did that, he moved mountains, and to this day, we are blessed. But remember one thing, there was a journey, a rather difficult journey, you know, from taking that first step and walking out in faith and reaching a place where he moved mountains. When I look at Matthew 17:20 and God reminding people when he says, small faith as little as mustard seed, I see that as a beginning of journey of faith. When you see the truth in God, when you believe the truth of God, when you begin to walk the truth with God, I believe we all take that first step of faith toward a place where one day we all will be able to move mountains. When I lost almost everything few years back, I still remember that time when people you know, whom I trusted, stabbed me on my back, leaving me behind after their purpose was done, though they promised they'll always be there. There were two choices in front of me, to step back and to go back to my previous world and take a safer way out. Or, I see the truth in God, I believe the truth of God which He gave me, and I walk towards the truth with God. I am so thankful to God that He allowed me to choose the second option and to believe Matthew 17:20, I took that first step of faith which is as small as mustard seed. Rest, God is there with me and I have decided to walk the truth with God.
0: Amen. Amen. That was so beautifully explained. Thank you. So I'll move on to my next question. Mr. Dandewala, in such an uncertain world like ours, how can you put your faith in something so intangible, um, in an invisible God?
1: C.S. Lewis said this, I believe in God like I believe in the sun, not because I can see it, but by it I can see everything else. Every morning when you wake up and look outside your window, you see things and realize that the sun has indeed risen. Look inside your own house, you will be able to see many things. When you realize to look at things and think deeper, you, know, you notice three things. The first you notice is creation. Things which which you see is a created thing, it has been created somewhere in factory or anywhere else. Second, if it is created, there has to be a creator. Somebody thought about this idea, brought things into existence and created it. And the third, that the creator has created that thing with a particular purpose in mind. Now, the value of life is far more superior than these things. When you look at your own life, you are a creation. Since man cannot create another man, he can reproduce. But there was a beginning somewhere. There has to be a creator who is beyond this world, who is timeless, spaceless, immaterial. People can call him by any other name. I call him God. Second, when you go deeper and think about your own purpose, what I realized that everything slowly filters out and only one thing remains in the end, and that is a relationship. And I believe everything branches out from there. If you are in relationship with God, you know one thing He does—that He also makes it empirical. You know he, he allows experience of Himself. He reveals Himself through His words and various ways. Now, let me share an, uh, an uh, experience with you. 2018 was a very tough year for me. I recall very clearly—it was 9th August 2018—and I was extremely upset and alone. I had gone out. I just came back home, closed the door with Bible in my hand. I cried and cried and cried and I was full of tears. There was no comfort in my heart. I was drowning in the grief inside of me. I cried out to Lord asking Him to help me, to lead me and strengthen me cause I was feeling lost and I felt as if God left me. I just opened the Bible not knowing what to read and God led me to Isaiah 49. And there in front of me was one word which said, Restoration. I began to read the verses below. And just allow me to read a few verses, you know, which I read at that point of time. It is from Isaiah 49 13 onwards. And it says, You know, shout for joy, you heavens, rejoice, you earth, burst into song, you mountains, for the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted one. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. When I read those verses, I was so filled with joy, filled with strength, and filled with hope. You know, It just revived my walk of truth with him. Everything that was troubling me Left me, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, was within me because God just spoke to me through His Word. You know, He revealed Himself to me that He was there and I am not alone. It's different to experience, you know, it's di- very difficult to express that feeling and experience in Word, but anyone who is in relationship with Jesus Christ will be able to relate. So, an invisible God making Himself visible in His living Word, and I trust Him.
0: Wow, such a wonderful relationship you have with God. Speaking of relationships, as the father of your household, you have responsibility towards your family. Given your journey of faith has not been easy, how have you been able to extend your faith to the members of your family, putting your entire trust in God to provide?
1: Uh, I want to thank God for this immensely. You know when the crisis hit us and journey became difficult my kids were just beginning to realize and understand things throughout this journey they have just not seen things from outside but they have traveled with us and have experienced things for themselves we are going through this journey together so when i sit with them remind them about god's faithfulness and taking care of us you know, they're all requirements they are seeing it all they're living it all and this is probably the best way I could have extended the faith to my family, you know, teaching them to trust God with living with them in just the practical way, you know, uh, what I would like to teach. So at times I, I also do feel, you know, probably I should have done more for my family, you know, uh, maybe financially. But then again, I realize, you know, this is the walk with God and He is leading it. And He is the leader, He is leading from the first from the front and that he's there along with us, taking care of us. So I think that is how we are living it and that is how I'm extending it to my family.
0: Thank you. May God bless your family more and more. Uh, I have one last question. Uh, All of us, no matter how big a dreamer, have always been hit by the cold, harsh wave of reality and consequently have had to make practical and safe decisions. How have you, as an individual, been able to sustain your faith in difficult situations when there were other choices that seemed more practical and safe?
1: pratna challenges in life are common to all individuals and we'll all have to face it. We can either react to it by being too practical and wise in our own eyes and look for safer option, or we can respond by asking God, God what is it that you are asking me of? this situation why have you put me in these difficult times i believe god is a sovereign god and allows such things to happen in our life to test us rather prepare us for higher things whatever our response may be two things are common to all with this life one is that we are all going to die one day and second we like it or not we believe it or not we'll have to stand before god one day few years from now when i'll be lying on my deathbed and thinking wish i had lived the courage and confidence of spirit in this life and should have trusted God more and should not have taken that safer option and I would not like to go with that regret in my mind. Second, when I stand before God and he says, Roshan, I had many things planned through your life. If only you had been little more faithful in trusting me, we all want to hear master saying good and faithful servant and I do wish to hear that. You know being faithful in difficult times let me show you two examples from bible one is of abraham abraham had nothing great to show except his relationship with god and he responded to god's call and had to leave home at 75. he then had to run from flood had to fight with enemies to survive his wife was taken away had no children until 100. throughout his life was challenging but through that struggle and through that life of abraham god blessed many people second life when I look at Jesus Christ and when I look into his life and realize there is no better example of world being blessed through his life as a god he came down in human body when I look into his human side a very short life but full of struggle since birth no house to live but he lived entirely to save human beings through his life people wanted to kill him when they caught him, got hold of him they beat him, slapped him spit on him and finally put him on the cross. In his last breath when he says, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Pratna Wherever people may be and whatever they may be doing, just stop for a moment and ponder his words. He is still thinking about people who are executing him badly while hanging on the cross. While still being on the cross, he is trying to save people through his life. And that makes all the difference you know he is teaching a very important principle here most people are waiting that god will do great things and miraculous things in their life but here is what god says you know god says i will do great and miraculous things but not in your life but through your life and he showed that practically by living it himself so when i come across difficult situations i think about this to events in future and i look at the great examples around me and also knowing the fact that god is working And leading in our relationship, I'm able to hold on and stay strong.
0: Amen. Thank you so much for answering my questions. And I believe that your faith will be a blessing to many people. Thank you everyone for tuning in. I hope that you'd be able to feel God's presence and love today. I'll end with a short poem called I Believe. I believe in the sun, even when it's not shining. I believe in love, even when I feel it not. I believe in God, even when he is silent. Thank you so much, everyone. Know that you are loved and you are worthy. Goodbye for now.